Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. So I wanted to focus on, I started playing with the idea of retelling the nativity story from the animal's point of view. And, you know, what would they have thought and said and felt when they found people in their barn and a baby in their hay? And how would they (laughs) have known who the baby was? Um, So that's that's where it came from. What a brilliant idea. We're joined today by Deborah Westgate Silva. She is the author of a new Christmas book. It's called The Bethlehem Barn. In this book, she gives audiences a lighthearted retelling of the classic Christmas story from the animal's point of view. Where did this idea come from? And what does she hope people will take away from her book? She'll share that with us today on Connections. Uh, Deborah, you've got a great new children's book out talking about Christmas and a really unique angle to it. So we'll get to that right away. But first, I need to know then what's kind of like, what do you love most about Christmas for you? What's most special or meaningful to you about the season? That's a great question. Um, You know, one of the things I remember, you know, it's the moments and the people that you spend time with that that you remember the most. And um, you know, my mom had some great traditions that she did every year with my sisters and I, and that I've tried to do with my children as well. Um, and and two of the favorite things that I remember are decorating Christmas cookies together. And um, we would always bake um, a birthday cake for the baby Jesus on Christmas nice. Eve. Yeah. You're the second person I've talked to in like two weeks now that does uh, a birthday cake for Jesus. And we actually have a coworker that does that as well. So I like that. I like it too. We have a little nativity scene cake topper and um, oh, I nice. still use the one that we used when I was a child, you know, the paints coming off, but uh, <laughs> <Nice>. it's special. <laughs> okay. It and wait, so special. do you get cake? <laughs> Do the kids get uh, cake for breakfast or do they have to wait till later in the day? You have to wait till later in the day. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Mike mentioned it a little bit. You did write a book. It's called Bethlehem Barn. And this is for children. And it's a great book. The pictures in there are fantastic as well. Tell us a little bit about this book and why you decided to put it together. Yeah, so um, it's actually been about 10 or 12 years in the making, and um, about 10 or 12 years ago, I was at a Christmas Eve church service, and the minister mentioned an ancient legend that for one hour every year on Christmas Eve, animals are given the gift of speech, which I just thought was such a fun uh, idea for a children's book. I've always loved books. I've always loved writing. And that idea came at a time when I was also a little um, disheartened at, you know, how busy and hectic the Christmas season gets. And and that pulls us further away from the true meaning of Christmas. Um, So I wanted to focus on, I started playing with the idea of retelling the nativity story from the animal's point of view. And, you know, what would they have thought and said and felt when they found people in their barn and a baby in their hay and how would they (laughs) have known who the baby was. Um, So that's that's where it came from. And, um, you know, I was a teacher for many years and a mom to two boys that are now grown. And I know that the books kids like to read over and over are ones that make them laugh. 
And so it's more lighthearted and whimsical than maybe a lot of children's books that focus on the nativity. Um, but I wanted something that would, you know, capture today's kids. And, um, it, it, and so I worked really hard to find a balance between the animals being quirky and funny and then being filled with wonder and reverence when they realize who the baby is and what's happening. I really like that. I also like the 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 fun or the silliness of it. Like often we think about the reverence and the awe, but the also there was like a lot of joy in the moment for the parents for sure, right? It was a difficult situation, but they must have been happy at the same time too and celebrating, right? Right, right, and and I mean it it was God's gift to us, and there there yeah. should be joy in that, and so um so I'm hoping I got both of those things across. How did you decide? what the animals were each thinking. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, that was just a lot of fun. It's just, you know, it's a lot of fun to to be creative and to try out different um, different voices and different personalities. And, um, and it went through many, many drafts before I, I, I got the balance the way that, that I was happy with. Um, and I think that the artist, um, um, Marcin Pivovarski, um, who is from Poland, and he, he just did such an amazing job at really making those illustrations engaging and capturing the comedy of the animals at the beginning and then their reverence at the end. You've had an opportunity to read this book to kids already. Yes, yes. I've seen some photos. I've seen some reaction. What? Tell us a little bit more about that and what the kids have thought when they've had the opportunity to see the, the illustrations and read this book. Yeah, I mean, it's been so much fun. I visited um, several um, Christian and parochial schools to share it. So let me see. I've shared it with preschoolers to grade five so far. And it's just, it's it's really fun to see their reactions and to hear, you know, which animal character they liked the best and why, um, you know, and 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 they they get they they're so insightful sometimes, um, you know, they understood that donkey didn't realize how, you know, the importance of his task to safely carry um, mm -hmm. Mary to Bethlehem, pregnant with the baby, um, and that he didn't realize how important it was until after the fact, um, which I thought was pretty insightful for them. Um, you know, they laugh at, you know, that sheep just wants peace and quiet or that <laughs> cow is a little uh, grumpy when he's hungry. And they recognize those <laughs> oh, my brother's like that, or, <laughs> so that's funny and fun, but, um, but we also spend a lot of time talking about how each of the animals gave something to bring warmth and comfort to the baby Jesus, and then we talk about, you know, what can each of them do to bring joy and kindness to somebody else, and just trying to emphasize those, um, you know, just the, the everyday interactions that we can make a little bit more meaningful with other people in our lives. Did writing this book give you new insights yourself on Christmas and its importance or bring anything to new life for you when thinking about your own faith? You know, I, I mean, it, it 
that that's a really great question. And one of the things I was a little nervous about was, you know, I, I love writing, I love reading, and I can I can read to a group of kids, but to get out there and talk to adults and to to promote the book, that was that was um, a little nerve wracking for me. And what ended up happening was, you know, just connecting with perfect strangers and hearing their traditions and and their mm. stories and and it was really um you know it, it it's it's not about me being nervous about being from promoting something it, it's about so much more than that and when i keep that in perspective um i feel so much better about it and i get so much more out of it which has been a really great experience I love the inspiration behind this. Like, I've never heard of that legend before that animals get the gift of speech on Christmas Eve for an hour. And it, like, I've studied theology for years. I've never heard that before. What was it like the first time you heard about that? I mean, I had never heard about it either. And um, it's funny, I, I talk to people who who like you, you and I have never heard of it. And I talk to other people who's like, I remember trying to stay up past midnight so I could hear my dog and <laughs> but you know it's it's just a fun legend and and I talked to the kids about how that was just the inspiration but you know what what was actually in the bible and we talk about that and um and and I really hope that it helps readers and families remember the true reason we're celebrating the holiday now we know that this is a kid's book, but just a few minutes ago, you mentioned adults and how, you know, it was scary to introduce this to adults. But what has the reaction been like from the adults who have had the chance to read this book? Are they enjoying it as much as the kids? They are. And I think, you know, so, some of that humor, I think, appeals to the adults, the humor at the beginning as much as as it does to the kids. And it's funny because the adults... Um, you know, they're like, oh, yes, I just want peace and quiet like sheep. And and the kids are like, oh, my aunt is like that. And so so I think some of that humor appeals to both the adult and and the children readers. But, um, you know, a lot of adults have said, you know, I needed this story, too. I needed to have that couple of quiet minutes reflecting on on what the holiday is about and this should be read by the entire family not just the children and you know that that makes me feel really good about the book what do you uh, feel like this is going to become like a i don't know it kind of speaks to me like this is a new family tradition maybe something like this <laughs> right talking reading this story on christmas eve with the kids around the tree or something like that feels kind of special and possible I, I would love it if that's if that's what happened. And that's that's what I hoped is that, you know, it would give it would give care parents or caregivers or relatives, um, you know, some quiet time. I, I've always, uh, you know, as a former educator, as a you know, mom to grown boys, I've always um, I'm a big advocate for literacy and reading to your child. And I think, you know, in our in our society today, but especially at Christmas time, we really need to have more of those quiet moments when we're focusing on what's really important. And uh, I hope that 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 is a tradition that carries on. What do your boys think of this book? 
Yeah, so I mean, they're grown now, um, but one of my sons has it on his coffee table. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's really special. And um, yeah, they've been very supportive. Well, you've got Bethlehem Barn. Barn. I can't, well, I don't know why I cannot say those two words together. That is a, a tongue twister for me. Bethlehem Barn. You've got Bethlehem Barn. What is up next for you? Do you have plans to continue this? So, yes. So I am. Um, I've actually uh, I've been writing a lot. I've been taking uh, some classes through the writing barn with some other, you know, award winning authors and um, working with an agent and keeping my fingers crossed that uh, she's successful selling um, the manuscript that she has right now. And while she's doing her thing, I'm focusing on the next story. So just send any good energy you can. I would appreciate as uh, as the next story makes its rounds across publishers' desks. Something else that caught my eye that you're involved with is uh, called Love Smiles. Could you tell us just a little bit about that and the work that you do with uh, kids and their families? Yeah, so Love Smiles is um, it's a nonprofit um, organization that um, has a mission to bring um, moments of peace and joy to pediatric cancer patients and their families while they're dealing with the medical um, issues. And so they have, um, they partner with authors um, and the families they work with have access to a private um, forum, a, a private app kind of thing where authors read their stories just for those children. Um, so it, it's, it's a really special thing. I'm very excited to be involved with them and I think they do some amazing work. So yeah, that love smiles. Another cool thing about you, I, and it's going back to my childhood, and I'm just reading about your little bio here, but you've also had your work published in uh, Highlights, which to me is huge, because that's the nice. only subscription that's I had awesome. as a child. Yeah. And to me, that's great. <laughs> what is that like for you? <laughs> so that was that was exciting. Um, I've had two stories. Um, I've had two stories purchased by them. Only one of them ended up in the magazine. The other one ended up on a reading test that students take. Um, but yeah, so that was a story about friendship. Um, and, and um, you know, the one of the friends is not as good of a friend as she could be um, and how the main character navigates that. And it, it, it has Christian qualities, even though it's not a Christian story. And um, that is actually how I... Um, was introduced to the illustrator of Bethlehem Barn um, because highlights arranged for him to illustrate that story. And so we connected on social media and um, I knew he had illustrated some children's Bibles. And so I reached out to him to see if he was willing to work on Bethlehem Barn with me. I love how it goes full circle for people that are interested in picking up that book, Bethlehem Barn. How yes. can they go about doing that? It is um, Bethlehem Barn is available on Amazon and um, they can go on my website, uh, which is my name, DebraWestgateSilva.com to find out more about the book, about me. Um, and there's also some activities for kids and caregivers to do um, available for uh, to print out. And I am on Facebook and Instagram also. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me.
And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.